the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live. This is the five o'clock hour. Uh, if you are just tuning in down in Tampa, Florida, on Faith Talk, 570, 760, and 910 AM. If you just now tuned in, you're probably going, that didn't sound like Bill Bunkley. Well, that's because it isn't. Uh, my name is Bob Bernie, and I am broadcasting from Columbus, Ohio. Yes, the heart of Buckeye country. Uh, anyway, Bill Bunkley is away from the microphone for a few days, and as we do occasionally... I have the privilege of doing his program and my program simultaneously. We simulcast in Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and we're doing that today. My telephone number works in Ohio, in Florida. It works in Wisconsin. It works in Iowa. It works anywhere in the continental United States. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-262. Fifty-four, eighty-three. Uh, before the break, I was talking about the destructive influence of the liberal progressive left. Occasionally, someone sends me an email or leaves me a voicemail and says, "Bob, why are you always hammering on the left? Why? Well, because." I believe that everything they touch, they destroy. Especially true theologically. And I'm more concerned about the theological issues than the political. I am. The theological issues are eternal. The political issues are temporal. They're temporary. The theological issues are eternal. So I am much more concerned about the impact of the uh, liberal left on theology, the church, seminaries, uh, than I am about the liberal left and its impact on politics. That does not mean that I'm not concerned about politics, because the agenda, the ideology, the politics of the liberal left hurts people. Can I give you an example? I have in my hand a list of the 10 cities in America with the highest homicide cases per 100,000 residents. And this is brand new data uh, from July of September of this year. And by the way, this is from Wallet Hub. This is not from some right-wing kooky conspiracy source. This is from Wallet Hub. 
let's see. Homicide rates have risen by an average of 10% in the past year uh, in 50 of the most populated U.S. cities in America. Homicide rates have risen an average of 10% in 50 of the most populated U.S. cities uh, this year, according to a, a brand new study. And then it breaks down into the 10 cities in America with the highest homicide cases per 100,000 residents. At the top of the list, and this is surprising, I think, to most people, St. Louis, Missouri. Next, Kansas City, Missouri. Next, Detroit, Michigan. Number four, Baltimore, Maryland. Number five, New Orleans. Number six, Milwaukee. Number seven, Memphis, Tennessee. Number eight, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Number nine, Norfolk, Virginia. And number 10, Chicago. I think most people would think that Chicago would be at the top of the list. Well, if you look at the just raw numbers, yes, they would be way up there. This is the highest homicide cases per 100,000 residents. St. Louis is at the top of the list. Now, what do all of those cities have in common, except one? Nine out of ten are under Democrat leadership. Nine out of ten. Norfolk, Virginia is the outlier. They're the exception. And theirs is nonpartisan. The election is not Republican-Democrat. It's nonpartisan. But the current mayor is a leftist. So 9 out of 10 are Democrats. 10 out of 10 left-leaning city government. 10 of the highest homicide rates in America, and they're all controlled by the liberal left. Um, Then we come to the deadliest cities in America. Uh, This is homicide rates, uh, 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 assaults. When When you put crime all together, Wallet Hub has compiled a list of the most dangerous cities in America. Here are the top 10 most dangerous cities in America. Again, all crime put together. Kansas City, Missouri, Detroit, Michigan, St. Louis, Missouri, New Orleans. You'll notice most of these are the same as the homicides. All right, number one, Kansas City. Then Detroit, St. Louis, New Orleans, Milwaukee, Albuquerque, Philadelphia, Norfolk, Nashville, and Oakland, California. That interesting. Chicago is not listed among the most dangerous. So those are the you want to call them top ten, bottom ten, the ten most dangerous cities in America. And guess what? They're all Democrat except for Norfolk, Virginia. And I already told you that is a nonpartisan office, but still a leftist. Uh, Not only do all of these cities have a leftist liberal mayor, 
They have a liberal leftist district of attorney, a a DA's office. So when people take me to task and say, Bob, why do you spend so much time talking about, why are you always talking about the left? It's because they're dangerous. The most dangerous cities in America, the highest crime rates, the highest homicide rates, all leftists, all of them. And then when we, again, I, I always want to make sure that I add in theology, religion. If you take a look at the most leftist, liberal, religious groups and denominations in America, they all have something in common as well. They're either dying or they're dead. Now, as I said about Portland way back before the top of the hour break, I hope you were listening then. The hope is that those traveling down the leftist highway will say, whoa, 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 we're headed in the right direction. This isn't working. Sadly, it doesn't happen very often. Let's go back to the theological world. The most liberal denominations in America, all of them are dying or dead. Every single one of them, there is not a single exception. So what do they do at their either their annual or their biannual meeting? Every, every year or every two years, they get together, almost all of them in the summer, and what do they do? They sit around and go, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, we're more dead than we were last year. We've lost more churches, we've lost more attendance, we've lost more money, we've, we've shut down more churches than the year before. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Well, what are we going to do? I have a plan. Okay, what are we going to do? We're going to become more liberal. Oh, that's great. Yeah, let's become more liberal. Yeah! They all applaud and clap, and they... And they go farther to the left. And then the next year they get together and guess what? Oh, well, that didn't work. Uh, we're more dead than we were a year ago. So now what are we going to do? Well, let's go farther to the left. Okay, okay, let's go. Yeah. Instead of we're rebelling against God, we need to repent. We need to get on our faces before God, beg God for forgiveness, repent, and lead our congregations to repentance and revival. Um, That should happen. Needs to happen. It's not happening. At least not in the mainline denominations. And that's strange when if you look at history of the Christian church even ancient Israel the answer was always repentance before God Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. <laughs> if, uh, if you were listening earlier, uh, I don't know, it was sometime during the 4 o'clock hour. Hey, by the way, welcome. Uh, my name is Bob Bernie. To those of you that are in Tampa, Florida... I am your guest host today. I'm filling in for Bill Bunkley. 
while I am doing my program in Columbus, Ohio, we're simulcasting. So welcome, wherever you may be listening. Uh, if you were listening, I, I think it was in the 4 o'clock hour, I made the point that if you are pro-abortion, pro-choice, pro-death, it is almost impossible to be consistent, and it's almost impossible not to be grossly hypocritical. And uh, I gave some examples of that during that discussion. Well, I was just checking out Twitter during the break, checking my Twitter feed in the tweets of the people that are on my Twitter feed. One of them is a female doctor. She is an OBGYN here in Ohio running for a statewide elective office. I won't mention her name. I don't want to give her the, uh, the, the, uh, the advertisement. But she's running for a statewide elective office here in Ohio. And again, she is a OBGYN. But she is a liberal leftist. Uh, on her Twitter feed, she always uses doctor. Well, she is a doctor. No, I don't have any problem with that. And then, you know, with Twitter, there's often a picture. Well, always, always, always on her Twitter feed, there is a picture of her with her stethoscope around her neck and her white lab coat. She wants everybody to know, I'm a doctor. Vote for me. I'm a doctor. Well, she is a radical pro-abortionist, okay? And she is making her entire campaign about abortion. we got to defeat those wicked Republicans because they believe in life. They believe in saving babies. But she's an OBGYN. She's made a career out of delivering babies, but maybe... Part of her career is aborting babies and killing babies. But anyway, the part that I thought was just hysterical, I looked at my Twitter feed, and she has a picture of two of her grandchildren, young grandchildren, and they're out campaigning. They're out putting yard signs in people's yards, and she goes, it is so wonderful to have my grandchildren campaigning for me. And so I just put a simple response, and I just said, isn't it great they weren't aborted? They are beautiful children. Uh, Do you see the irony there? Yeah. She didn't abort or have or encourage the abortion of her grandchildren. Oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, just a couple of quick things before we get to the the uh, bottom of the hour. You remember all of the panic, all of the hysteria about Georgia, their voter integrity law that they passed a couple of years ago. Uh, President Biden blatantly lied about it. Don't have time to go into it, but most of you know that. And he did so three different times, blatantly lied about the law. Uh, Coca-Cola lied about it. Major League Baseball moved the uh, All-Star game out of Atlanta because this law was racist. It was going to lead to voter suppression, particularly of blacks. Blacks were not going to be able to vote, blah, 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 blah. Remember all of that? I mean, my goodness. Well, here's a headline today. 
Georgia blows past new records on voter turnout. Yeah, quote, new numbers released from Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger confirmed that the state's new voter integrity laws have passed, surpassed greatly all of the other elections before this. Quote, Georgia voters continue to hit record-breaking turnout on the first mandatory Saturday of early voting. And then it goes on, gives all the details. Record numbers of voters. Uh, We were told this was going to lead to voter suppression. Uh, Oh, and of the different demographics in Georgia, who is voting in the highest numbers? Minorities, particularly blacks. Really? I thought they were going to be kept away from the polls. I thought this legislation was going to result in voter suppression of blacks. And no, it's actually, it's exactly the opposite. Um, any apologies? No. And then this, really, really quick, because I'm just about out of time. I love this story. I love stories like this. Headline, archaeologists prove invasions of biblical Israel with Earth's magnetic field. Again, not only do I not have time, I don't understand it. Brand new technology using geomagnetic fields used by archaeologists in Israel have found brand new proof validating numerous accounts in the Bible about battles where Israel was attacked by their enemies, including the destruction of the city of Gath. Remember Gath? Yeah, Achish the king, hometown of Goliath. Yep. Archaeological proof using geomagnetic fields. Now, I don't even pretend to understand it. But once again, archaeologists are proving the validity of your Bible. I say this to my listeners all the time. Let me repeat it. Don't you ever, ever, ever be ashamed or embarrassed that you believe the Bible. Science is on our side. Archaeology is on our side. History is on our side. And more importantly, truth is on our side. Hang tight. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.